Hello everyone and welcome once again to this week's edition of 101 George Street, the podcast from Mowbray, Scotland's National Centre for Children's Literature and Storytelling. My name, as ever, is John Malloy and I ask you to join me as we explore the worlds of creative learning, children's literature and storytelling. On this week's episode, we say hello and have a chat with the Arts End of Somewhere Community Theatre Group. Now, before we bring in the Arts End of Somewhere, I'd like to have a quick chat with their mentor and facilitator, Heather Malloy, who's been working with the group for a number of years now, helping them develop their practice. Heather, how did the Arts End of Somewhere, which is a brilliant name by the way, how did it come into being? Hi, yeah, thank you, John. Uh, Well, about two years ago almost, I had been doing some work with some of the guys from the Arts Centre somewhere at the Theatre Royal doing some drama workshops and I became aware of the work of PAMIS and their multisensory storytelling and having chatted to them we were looking at the possibility of starting a pilot project that looked at young people with additional support needs learning about multisensory stories and then creating their own to support other people and people with PMLD in their community. So I put our call out across Dumfries as well as to the guys I knew from the theatre to see who would be interested in exploring that. And uh, it started with a group of eight who came along and showed interest and we had some training sessions with Maureen Phillips who is an absolutely fantastic storyteller based in Dundee. And from that training onwards we started working on developing our own stories and I Really, I would say that I'm more of a facilitator than anything else. This is something that has been completely led by these guys. They are so creative. They have so many ideas. And it was very clear after the first couple of months that this wasn't just about learning what a multisensory story is and how to tell it, but it was about this group choosing what stories they wanted to tell and how they wanted to tell them. So it involved them researching stories, writing them, developing them, making the props, learning the, you know, developing their performance skills to tell those stories, and also for them to learn more about people with PMLD and um and the best ways of communicating and, and using sensory stimuli. Um, and after a couple of months when they had formed this arts collective, I asked them what they wanted to call themselves. And actually, very, very kindly, a lot of them will say, oh, Heather brought this group and Heather did this. And that's lovely. Uh, but I always have to remind them that this was absolutely like from them. They decided they wanted something that demonstrated that art is for everybody and can be created by anybody and so they wanted to call themselves something that was almost kind of a bit fearless, a bit tongue-in-cheek, a bit silly. And so that's how the Arts End of Somewhere got its name. We just played with lots of different sort of puns and, and things and, and that's the one we landed on. And um, from when it started, we, we grew from sort of eight people to I think there's, there's, there's now 12 to 14 who, who were involved in the Arts Collective as a whole. I know the Arts End of Somewhere comprises of quite a few individuals. Uh, who are they? Yeah, so um, the Arts End of Somewhere comprise of, um, and I'm going to try and list everybody's names. Um, so there's Sarah Law, uh, there's India O'Mara, Courtney Scriven, Katie Wright, Faye Katanak, Zoe Charlesworth, 
Sky Hughes, Greg Carberry and Heather Gregg and they are just a fantastic talented group of people who have now also become really great friends as well. Now, I know the Arts End of Somewhere have uh, many fingers and many pies, actually. They're a very um, prolific theatre group in that they have done in the past quite a, a broad spectrum of events and performances. But what are the ones that the guys are most proud of? I think there's, there's a lot for them to be proud of. They've done so many and they've reached so many people, so there's something to be proud of in every single thing they've done. The first thing that they ever did, the first live event they did was at Wigtown Book Festival and that was in September 2019 and that was amazing, that was helping Wigtown Book Festival, this this huge book festival in Scotland um, to be more accessible for the first time to people with profound learning and multiple disabilities so that was a that was a huge event and since then they've gone on to work with um, the Ellisland Farm, the Devil's Porridge Museum, the Stove Network, we've done work with different festivals and actually really excitingly just towards the end of last year the group actually won a highly commended award for creative innovation with the Scottish Commission for Learning Disability, which was an absolutely huge achievement for them. They must have been very proud of themselves. Quite rightly too, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Heather, it's been an absolute joy chatting with you, but I think now is the time to pass over to um, the Arts End of Somewhere. Thank you. Arts End of Somewhere. What is your favourite children's story and why? Black booty. Uh, the worst witch, because it's um, about a witch, um, there's uh, a lot of things, and there's a bad woman in it. I can't really remember what my favourite story about. It might actually be the same one as Courtney, because I go horse riding a lot. Excellent, excellent. It's good that your favourite story uh, relates to something that you do in your own time. yeah. I kind of read a lot of books in general. So um, when I was younger, there used to be like, it varies to like Beatrix Potter or like I had like a, 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 like a nursery book with uh, fairy tales in from when I was, when I was, had a, my Christian at, at such a young age. Um, I don't really know what, really is my favorite children's book because I read a lot so it kind of varies but I did own Beatrix Potter books as well when I was younger. Beatrix Potter? I like all the animals. I'm an animal lover. You're an animal lover? Um It's quite a common theme in children's stories, particularly favourite children's stories, is that they tend to focus on the adventures of, of animals in some way. It's a fairly common answer. Mm. Brilliant. Katie, the art ends of somewhere. How did you guys come about? How did you begin? I think it was early summer and it was like, oh, anyone can join. And we went there. A few of us went there. And then uh, we took part in the workshops. We used props. We kind of did a couple of exercises. And then after the summer, we we started to form a group that's based on sensory storytelling. And that's how it came to be. 
But you guys have got a background uh, that goes back a couple of years now. Um, you've, I know you've done theatre events and performances in the past. And I know one of your first events and the first performances that you did, you actually did with Mo Bray or in partnership with Mo Bray for the Dreams for the Future Festival, which was this big festival in 2018, which was the Scottish Year of Young People. And you did an event called The Reunion with uh, Joanna Lumley in attendance. Uh, what was that like? Well, since I know a bit about theatre, it was like, it's nice to grow on that because I like acting in theatre and drama. And I think, I don't know, I don't know if anyone else had had like theatre experience beforehand. That could be the first time and they could experience it from it. But it was lovely meeting Joanna Lumley and she was really nice and she congratulated on us and she thanked us for like helping us when, uh, because it was performed at uh, Moat Brain when it's their opening. India, how did you find performing in the reunion? It's been helpful and being happy and doing some acting on my own and being with each other and yeah. So the art ends of somewhere. I understand that you guys are about to publish a collective book, um, which is really exciting. Uh, what's the name of the book? The Kipford Mermaid. The Kipford Mermaid, fantastic. Faye, what's the story about? A mermaid and uh, she falls in love with a sailor. Excellent. So it's about a mermaid and she falls in love with a sailor. Yeah. Brilliant. They're always doing that. And the mermaid, she marries the sailor. Sky, what was it about the Kifford mermaids? Why did you choose the story? We've chosen the mermaid because some of us like doing mermaids and drawing and we like to have the sailor in the background. <laughs> and yeah. Right, so you're already looking at the story of the mermaid? Yeah. Brilliant, excellent. And it's always good to write what you know. Why are you excited about writing this book? Uh, I'm excited because I like to help people with support needs and so they can do it as well and tell them what we do to be more helpful and like to get them interacted with this. Do you think that you guys can be role models for other people who would like to publish their book? Yes. What's going to be special about this book? What do you say to me, that's really interesting. Um, for the people listening at home, um, what's, what is a multisensory book? A multisensory story is, well, a book that has use of the five senses that we use in everyday life. And we use them as like advantage to the props we have. Like if it's something to eat, like there's, if there's a cupcake in the book, they eat like a cupcake. And um, it's touch, we can touch props or we can smell certain smells and um, look at certain props as well. It's basic, or listen to sounds, certain sounds in the book. It's basically just using the sensories, the sensors as props. 
Brilliant. That must be a really immersive experience, not just for the person who is telling the story, but also listening to the story. What I've got to say, this project, this book sounds fascinating. And um, again, for the people listening at home um, who would like to buy this book, when is it going to be published? Later this year. And who's going to publish it? Curly Tail Books, fantastic, excellent. As well as being multi-sensory authors and you're about to bring out this amazing multi-sensory book through Curly Tail's books, I know you guys, as well as being a art collective, the art end of somewhere, I know you guys are also working on your own private projects. Courtney, uh, what are the projects that you're working on? Working up Fred. You're working with Fred? Yeah. I understand Fred is a charity in Dumfries and Galloway, and it's brilliant that you're working with the, with them because it's about therapeutically using the donkeys and the animals, and inviting people into the onto the farm, into the organisation. Brilliant, Katie. I understand that you're working on your own private, personal, artistic endeavours. What are those projects? Well, it's still in the works, but I'm kind of working on a story called. Percy Panickson. It's a character created in secondary school as part of a worry exercise called homunculi that I never use. When Heather Molloy, my teacher, reached out to me to create a story as part of my Silver Award, I she reached out to me for that endeavor and I decided to use Percy Panickson. He's supposed to represent my anxiety in a way as he goes through a forest that's full of monsters it's just a weird a random interest I kind of had that I never told really anyone because it's not girly I never tell anyone in case I get judged but he uses like coping mechanisms to beat them Brilliant. And I think that's a really important lesson, particularly now, because obviously mental health is a big issue at the moment. And being aware that you can use coping mechanisms to help with things like anxiety or other mental health issues is a really important lesson for people to to learn. So I think that's great. Faye, what about you? What about your personal private artistic endeavours? What are the projects that you're working on? My my story is called the Bobby, Bobby Lang Life Story. It's based on my life and my experiences of life. In a way, you're, you're charting your experiences growing up. Um, I take it, do you talk about um, any issues or challenges that you've experienced growing up? Yeah. Like bullying. Like bullying? Yeah, yeah. And again, that's an important important lessons to be able to communicate to a reader, mm-hmm. um, as well as things like Katie, uh, mental health um, and, and things like that, but anxiety. also bullying and the effect. Sorry, Faye. Anxiety. I think it's really important that um, people are able to read about other people's experiences Uh, particularly experiences um, that involve bullying, like you say, and tackling anxiety. Anxiety is a big thing. Uh, Mental health and mental health awareness is such a big thing anyway at the moment. So I think that's really, really interesting. Thank you. So the Arts Ends of Somewhere, an artistic, inclusive collective of individuals. What are your next steps? 
Sky. We'll hopefully doing another story in the future. Hopefully doing farming space, doing more theatre stuff. Brilliant, Sky. Fantastic. Thank you for that. Katie, what are your next steps? Well, I'm just technically for the future more a theatre stuff, really. And maybe do a couple of performances. And I'm kind of doing some mentoring as well, like helping. Brilliant. And I can see that helping others is a, a quite a strong thing for you, Katie. India, what are the next steps for the arts ends of somewhere? Somewhere. Um, doing a pantomime again. Did you enjoy doing the pantomime? Yes. What was it about the pantomime that you enjoy? Uh, just enjoy everything I love and more. I understand that you played the Wicked Witch in the pantomime. Yes. What What was it about the Wicked Witch that you enjoy? Like being evil and witches, bells and spell and I like to do that again. Excellent. It's brilliant that you guys actually performed in a pantomime. And someone told me that you do a really good cackle. Can you do that for me now? Excellent. Fantastic. Thank you very much, India. Okay, Faye, we're going to move on to you. Faye, yeah. what are the next steps for the arts end of somewhere? I hope we do performances like in the theaters for people to come and see. Yeah, you want to do performances so people can come and see? Yeah. I've got to say, I love the fact that as well as being authors and multi-sensory authors, you guys very much are live performers. And um, yeah. and for an inclusive arts collective to be so eager to perform in front of other people is brilliant. Now, I understand that you guys have been illustrating the book as well as helping to write the book and, and bringing the whole thing, the whole project together. Courtney, what's so enjoyable about, about doing that, about illustrating the book? Painting. You like painting? Yeah. Brilliant, excellent. And that in itself is quite a therapeutic, relaxing, mindfulness thing to do, isn't it? Where you can just sit down and you can paint. Do you like illustrating? Yeah. Brilliant. Courtney, who's your favourite character to illustrate in the book? Uh, mermaid. The Mermaid. Excellent. I can't wait to see the illustrations. That's absolutely awesome. Art End of Somewhere, inclusive, artistic and creative collective in Dumfries and Galloway. It's been a really good show. Thank you for coming on. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye and thank you for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Thank you.